I be missing yees. You ain't be missing me's. <gasps> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Oh my God, you guys. Hey everyone. We are back. We We are back. Officially. uh, Well, technically we were back last week. I was back last week. You were back last week. Now you are back. Now Now, we are back. Now the complete podcast unit. (gasps) Oh, back. yes. I thought you were, were you... going to say something mean. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just anticipate that I'm going to I say mean, you know, mean. you were mean to me up until the beginning of this podcast, so. That is so not true. Um, <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Complete... I don't know. Like something like, oh, now, like now it's finally complete. it's like a good podcast or something. <laughs> it you will know? be. A good... Actually, you know what? I have to full transparency. I actually haven't listened to the, the episode. I mean, I'm not surprised yet. at all, Daniel. So I'm really. You don't even watch any of my videos. No, that's not true. You I'm... don't read any of my texts. I'm nervous to see how much shade you threw my way <laughs> and how mean you were to me while okay, I was. Why don't on the you podcast. listen and then you let me know what you think? I'll give you feedback next episode. Um, and <laughs> I will uh, let you know what I thought of your cellular episode. Oh my god, I talk so much how by myself. It? How was it recording by yourself? At by first, way? it was really weird because yeah. I was like, okay. And I explained it in the in the podcast because mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I'm used to filming myself. It's not that I'm not used to like talking. Yeah. But podcast is really different because we don't really do a lot of edits in the podcast. Like we kind of keep it a free flowing conversation. Exactly. And whereas when I do my YouTube videos, even if it's like a heavy talking one, I edit the shit out of those videos. And like I make sure I cut out all the, you know, ums and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, because I knew I wasn't going to cut everything. So I was feeling a little bit vulnerable. I know it's it's weird because like, I mean, obviously we do do some edits, guys. Mm. Like there might be something where where we like doubled up or something where we ramble and we're like hey we can just cut that section out yeah it's not like relevant but yeah overall it's like we're just having a conversation here so it's kind of like it is weird it's weird yeah because then i felt vulnerable because i was like oh my god yeah. i can't cut it i mean i can but i try yeah. not to cut any of it yeah anyways but then after a little bit i had a little sip of wine it was fine i saw well I, no i did see a like a clip of a video uh, yeah and i did see you having some wine mm-hmm. so and then at the end i ranted about the roe v wade situation mm. i mean a lot of shit went down when we were both gone yeah you know I it's mean, just, all, all in the States, of I course. I know, always, always in the States. <laughs> I'm like, and people are like, why do you want to move down there? I'm like, well, clearly you can see mm-hmm. why. Like, mm-hmm. I feel, not that Canada is like the best, I like, know. you know what I mean? But like, still, I feel like it's at least, you know, we can. I we should know. still be scared though. Like Canadians want to follow the Americans Well, this is sometimes. the thing. This is the thing. It's like, and, and I actually watched this. Um, I don't know if it was a TikTok or something where this, I don't, I don't even know where it was, but it was like some kind of like government area where there's like a bunch sure. of different governments and there was like this random guy in like a pink shirt have you seen this <laughs> no with like crazy hair and he's like talking and he's like and he like i don't know if he's like a member there or if it's just like a public forum for people okay. to, to talk and he was like um talking about, specifically about the u.s and he's like why is nobody saying anything about the u.s like i mean people are but like countries aren't putting necessarily pressure and stuff and with all this stuff that's going on he's like u.s are like directly violating human rights 
like in terms of like what they're what they're doing and yet you know they're supposed to be a democracy and it's like <laughs> everybody's scared to say anything to the US and he was like yeah. you know any other country does that kind of stuff and there could be backlash there could be all sorts of things but because it's the US it's like nobody says anything it's true it's actually true especially governments mm -hmm. because the US they meddle in everybody right yeah. and they pretend that it's in the name of like and again we're talking about US government obviously and they pretend it's like in the name of um you know human rights or something yeah. for example they'll like uh, invade a country and be like it's because they're violating human rights yeah but it's actually not right it's because of their power and all this other or they have other, other interests in exactly like, in because if it was for human rights and they wouldn't have you know um what do you call it like such close relationships with like um saudi arabia for example yeah but because they have oil and they have like very they're very very close anyway it, it, it's strategic partnerships it's all exactly. it is right like so they, don't pretend that it's about human rights exactly it's like it's like it's very much like white not whitewashing greenwashing you know like the kind of yeah yeah, yeah and it's like uh anyway I, before we jump into how bad the world is talk yeah. about your trip oh my Happy god god damn guys so as it, the, us through the itinerary oh god damn so for those of you that don't know um i'm just i just got back i literally got back like two days ago i'm still <laughs> a little bit jet lagged so if i feel if i sound a little bit slow we're gonna go for a drink after god damn we're gonna go for a nice walk it's like 30 it's degrees 30 degrees and for canadians that is like it's like a heat wave. Exactly. I, I've already texted Rose and I'm like, should we go to the public pool on the weekend? Like <laughs> it's supposed to be 31. Like I want to, I want to be in water. I know. Right. Like, like I just submerge It's too hot me. not to be like in cold water. Exactly. And we don't really have like a beach per know, se. It's so, so, um, yeah. Anyway, so I just got back from the UK. I was there for two weeks. It was a very whirlwind trip because yeah. like, I arrived uh, in London on the sa on Saturday, like the 25th or something. Went straight up to Newcastle where I have a bunch of friends. Was there for like three days. I didn't even like have a moment to stop because like right when I got there, we went out to like four in the morning, <laughs> even though I'd been on like a red eye flight. So I like literally. Um, I don't know how you do it, Daniel. I don't know how I do it either. What kind honest. of substances were you on? I was just drinking, Rose. Mm. I just drank. We'll talk um, about it after the podcast. <laughs> I was just drinking. Um, way to like throw me under the bus mm -mm. here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I was just drinking. And um, just basically like was out every every single night when I was in Newcastle, getting up early and meeting people, going for brunches. Like, How the fuck did you do it? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't honestly, know how your body functions in the way that it does. <laughs> physically have no idea. Um, <laughs> then I went to uh, to see my, my grandma in York which is like a little bit south of, of Newcastle. And then from there, went back to Newcastle just for my friend to pick me up from the station. And then we drove over to Scotland where we stayed in a little town called Largs. And there's like a festival there called the Kelburn Garden Party. Guys, this festival was amazing. <laughs> really? Like it was, was there a lot of people? It wasn't a huge festival. I think there's right. maybe like 4,000 people that go. Okay. So it's like more That's of like a good amount. It was a perfect. I feel like it was a perfect amount because it was in this like beautiful. It was like on a like there was a castle there mm. and it was like on the castle grounds. Wow. That they set it up and there was like really beautiful like nature walks that you could do. Yeah. Like there would be the main area like had lots of stages and stuff, but there was a part called like they called it the mystical glen because there was like a okay. glen and this like beautiful forest area that went wow. and you could hike through it. And then there was a, actually way up into the glen. There was another stage. Okay. Um, They closed it quite early because it was a lot of cliffs and stuff so probably they're like people <laughs> and they closed the glen at like i think like eight because like if people get too fucked up up there they would like yeah you know it's not the safest area right um, and then the rest of it's kind of like pretty all in the, the same like kind of place mm -hmm. um it was amazing so good i got to see like some of my friends people i haven't seen for like three years because i haven't been able right. to go back yeah which was amazing and then right after that went straight back down to london and you know, London had plans every single evening. Basically. Oh my God. Every day. You had, had no things. moment of rest. No, I had no day where I didn't have, wasn't meeting somebody. Oh my God. It was almost like too much, but yeah, it was just it's too much. Yeah. But that's how you always do it. <laughs> 
I know, and this it's is how you always do it. But also because like I do have so many friends and family there. So yeah, it's like, I have so like pop, I'm just so I'm popular, just so popular just, guys. And oh my I'm god, just so tired of being so yeah. popular. What am I, I did have to do. I did have a really interesting thing happen to me though, like a little story time. Um, bit embarrassing, but, uh, Oh, I love me an embarrassing story yeah. time. So one of these days I was super hungover and I was actually meeting, uh, my coworkers, my old coworkers. Um, and we went to this like sky restaurant. Oh. Like it was like on the fifth floor of this building. I don't know why it's embarrassing. Oh no, anyway, it's not, it's not yeah. that embarrassing, but, <laughs> and it was like, it's on the fifth floor. It was like a rooftop garden area with like inside dining and stuff. It was really nice. And there was two glass lifts that went from the, the main area all the way up to the top. Right. So me and this girl randomly get into the one on the left. weren't even thinking. We're like, hey, there, there's the lift. Perfect. We got in it. And as it was going up, it like jolted a little bit and stopped. And then we were like, uh, and then it just kept going. And yeah. we we're like, we turned to each other and we we're like, wouldn't that have been funny if it just like broke down there? And we were like, yeah, like that was kind of creepy. Like we don't know what was going on. Gets all the way to the top. And then keep in mind, it's like a glass lift. So I could like see the restaurant. I could see people dining, <laughs> all this stuff. And the lift stops and the doors don't open. And I was like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden the alarm goes off and then the like thing flashes and it was like lift out of order. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we both like look at each other and then the girl turns to me and she's like, I, my clients are over there. Cause she's like meeting clients oh my God, that's with so her awkward. boss. And then she was like, also I'm super hungover and I feel like I'm going to die in this lift. And she said that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turned to her and I was like, we're in a safe space here. Cause I am too. And as we're in this lift guys, cause it's like a glass box. It was getting hotter mm. and hotter. Cause it's like 30 oh degrees. Oh my God. This I would day. die. I'm not kidding you. I was like, really, I was like, I just, just did an intense workout and people kept like coming to use the lift to like get out of the restaurant and they could see us like sitting on the floor <laughs> and they'd still try to hit the button. And I was like, guys, the lift is broken. Yeah. Like we're but not just, did the other one work? Though? Yeah. The, the other one worked. So they'll just go to the other one. Right. Oh, but the other one had a different button. Yeah. Oh, so it was like, and they were separate. Like they were in two separate parts. So they yeah, just yeah. like walked around and they went to the other one, Yeah. but everyone would like keep coming. And like, it was like obvious that the lift was broken. Like why would two people just be sitting on the floor in the <laughs> elevator? <laughs> like, and it was like a lot of people did this. And then one girl, <clears throat> this really pissed me off. One girl comes around the corner, hits the button. And I was like, oh, sorry. Like, obviously, like, well, I didn't say obviously. I was like, the lift. Can they hear you? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it was like a little, it was open up a sliver. Right, right. So I was like, and I was like, sorry, the lift's broken. Like, you know, we're not just sitting here for fun. Like, we're actually stuck in here. Yeah. And she goes, oh, really? And she's like, oh, God. Like, and then she turns to me and this girl that are stuck in a fucking lift <laughs> and was like, how am I supposed to get down from the restaurant? <laughs> and I looked her dead in the eyes and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how to get out of this elevator. Oh my God. <laughs> like some people are just clueless, you some know? Some people are just so self-absorbed. Yeah. I was like, at least you're outside. You can go inside. You can use yeah. a washroom. There's probably stairs, honey. It's, exactly. Like I, I felt, it's not that bad. I know. I felt like I was going to vomit in this yeah, lift. Yeah, no I was kidding. like, fuck my life. How long were you in there for? So it ended up, they, so then this, this was all happening and then we get a call on the lift. Yeah. Don't worry. We're sending an engineer. Um, they're coming from an area that's like quite close to London. But, you know, if anyone that lives in London, they know <laughs> everything in London takes a little while. You know? Yeah. Nobody's moving fast there. I swear to God. <laughs> no, people move fast, but it's too many people. That's true. And there's too many cars on the road. There's, yeah, there's too much stuff going. So about 40 minutes later. Oh, no. Yes. We were sat in an elevator. And my friends at one point that were meeting me, like I obviously text. They were like seeing, they saw you. Well, they couldn't see me because they were around the corner. But I texted them and told them I was oh. in the elevator. So they both came around yeah. and were like laughing at me. <laughs> and then they were like trying to open the doors. And I was like, no, guys, like don't. Just that's in case, dangerous. No, yeah, you don't do that. Just in case the lift like drops yeah, or something. Yeah, that's my know? biggest fear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, And, it, and, and honestly, it just kept getting hotter and oh hotter. God. And I've never been stuck in a lift. Like, I don't think I've ever been stuck in an elevator before. Yeah. 
maybe maybe once but that I don't really really remember and it's like it is horrible yeah I mean especially it's different see mm. the thing with I was thinking when you're telling me this story mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like the glass lift would be less scary in terms of like because my biggest fear is being stuck in an elevator because most of the time elevators you can't see anything that's true it's just like walls that so is I scary. feel like it would at least be like less scary to see the outside world yeah. well, and, but and, the hotness I oh can't deal the hotness this is I what, would die I swear yeah. to god it got up to like 45 degrees in there yeah because it just kept getting hotter and hotter it. yeah and then you're right the, 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 if, if we would have stopped as we were going up the, the elevator shaft mm-hmm. Even in a glass lift, because you can't oh even, because so you'd be scary. in a box, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So scary. That would be terrifying, because yeah. then they'd have to figure out how to get the lift up. Exactly. But at least we were like, we were literally up and aligned with the floor. The doors yeah, yeah, just yeah, have yeah. to open. That's yeah. all. So I was less scared, because I was like, the engineer can probably just like pull a switch and open them. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so the restaurant like comped some stuff for me, and you know, <laughs> you know, I tried to get my whole meal for free, but they were like, no, that's not gonna happen. And I was like, ah. why? You were stuck there for two hours. I know, but it's not their their fault. That's true. Yeah, it's like, an engineering issue. Exactly, and it was the building's elevator, right? right. It's not theirs. So, oh man, oh god, that was like that- <laughs> a disaster. I was like, fuck, and of course, I was like so hungover. And at one point, I was like, oh my god, I did feel really sick, and I was like, if I, I like, there's nowhere for me to be yeah. sick. If I throw up, it's just going to be in this hot elevator. Oh my God. What if you needed to pee or take a shit? Exactly. Oh my God. I would die. Could you imagine, Rose? You remember that? Remember that time in Toronto where you really need to go to the bathroom? Oh. Could you imagine if you had gone into the elevator of the hotel and it got stuck? (laughs) I would have just squatted and peed on the fucking floor. Like, I don't care. At that, honestly, at that stage, I was ready to pee anywhere. Yeah. I would have peed in the fucking Uber. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still think the icing on the cake was how you got all the way to like so close to the bathroom. Yeah. And, and then, then you, I you needed, needed a, a card. key. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Um, oh. You know what? This actually is funny because in the last episode, my solo episode, mm-hmm. my solo debut, if you will. Oh gosh. Um, Spinoff. One of the things I was talking about, I can't remember why I was talking about this, was basically like if something bad happens, think about it as like a late in in a week or a month you'll laugh about it. Yes. And also, and so this is one, this is an example. Mm-hmm. And also, when you go on a trip, the only thing that I want to hear is the shit that happened to you, not the like, oh, it was such a nice trip. It was beautiful. Oh my god! Like, I mean, it is nice. All to hear. the stars aligned. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so great. Like, yeah. I ate such good food. Yeah, that's great. Like, I love that for you. Happy for you. Yeah. But I want to hear the drama. But you'd rather be like, no, exactly. I got food poisoning yeah. and stuff <laughs> exactly. was coming out both ends. <laughs> I destroyed the hotel room. <laughs> this is why. Yeah. This is my exact point. It's this like is when, so we, true. when people go on a trip, like. You generally want to tell them, mm. like, even for me, when I go on a trip, like, I, if, if people ask me, like, how was your trip? I'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, it was good. But, like, if something bad happened, I'm like, oh, my God. So, like, you know, this happened. I got <laughs> fucking be- bed bugs that I had to pee and almost fucking died in an Uber. I almost killed an Uber driver. And then the, I still have to say, like, literally that trip I'm never going to forget. I, I feel like shit happens every trip that we go on. Because you remember <laughs> in Scotland on that fucking bus? Oh, my God, that we were going to die? Like, we almost died. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's like... I, I think that there hasn't been a trip that we've done where something hasn't severely happened it's to usually, you. It's usually me, though. I know. It always is. <laughs> I mean, even in Montreal. So at least finally something happened to you. Exactly. I, I, even in Montreal, remember we were leaving and we were, and we were almost at the airport and you're like, oh, nothing's I mean- happened. <laughs> we're almost there. This has been the first trip we've had. It's all good. And then you're like, oh, shit. I think I left my pa- my passport. To be fair, that's my fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake on you. That, that was simply like- my fault. It wasn't something that happened to me. That was just me being careless. Yeah. Mm, which happens too. That's very true. Anyway, especially oh my God. It, especially if it's European Rose. That's the most Well, excuse me. I would be talking, Mr. My Bank Account didn't work my entire trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Anyway, you guys, we're going to start with, pa- I mean, we're not going to start with, we've already started, yeah. but we are now going to do Patreon shout outs. Yes. Thank you guys for all the patience waiting for us th- through the month of June. Yes. Yeah. And we are back yep. with a vengeance. We are. Thanks and for- And we have some new patrons. We do. Thanks for guys. We needed a little time off. We had a little vacation. Mm-hmm. Both of us. So when we're ready. so lovely. Yes. All right. So let's start our Patreon shout outs. All right. So we are saying thank you to Lena. Maggie. Marta. <laughs> thought thought though what thought taught though uh, thought ought though okay there it's not a name yeah. okay tough wait tough thought though there you go there you go i don't know why i could have read that for so long okay um, tough thought though <laughs> g <laughs> gotta love these names yeah. laura and charlotte thank you guys so much for joining yeah. the patreon family if you guys don't know on Patreon, you get mm-hmm. our episodes a week earlier than everyone else. You yeah. get them ad-free and you get a bonus episode every single month and you can interact with us on mm-hmm. a more personal level. Exactly. And for those of you that just joined, obviously, for in the month of June, um, we didn't do it exclusive in June because obviously we took that month off, but you yeah. do have access to all of the exclusive content from before and we will be doing an exclusive episode in July. Yeah. We actually and, have to uh, do one soon. Will, it's already July I know. 12th. What the, okay. What is time? I know. Anyways, we will be taking requests. Let us know yep. if you have any ideas on what you want for the July exclusive. Uh, send us a little message yeah. on Patreon. Send us a message mm-hmm. or yeah, comment on, on one of the videos or exactly. whatever. And let us know what you want us to talk about yeah. in the exclusive. Yeah. Now should we talk about the darkness that is the world? Oh God, guys, what is going <laughs> on? I feel like we, but here's the thing. Okay. Do you feel like when you, you were in London and stuff Yeah. and then um, I came back. No, every time I'm in London, I, I realize like, how <laughs> I don't want to say shitty Calgary is, but like how quiet it is. And I feel like how much of a bubble it is. Like yeah. nothing changes in the city. It's like, it's like, it's almost like, it's not that everything here is pleasant, but it kind of yeah. reminds me of like Pleasantville. Pleasantville yeah. Like in a weird way. Like I w- it's like safe and you know, content yeah. in a way. Yeah. It's almost like it is, it's, it is really interesting. Cause you go to a city like London and I think the main thing is just like, well, even not even just London. Like I was in Newcastle. Newcastle is a small, way smaller city than yeah. Calgary in terms of population and everything. And the streets are bustling. Mm-hmm. Like there's people everywhere, things going on. And I'm just like, it is like, it is very like, people are just like going about their day here and having a yes. coffee. I saw this quote like, actually. It was really interesting. Um, it was like, uh, it was probably just like some random person on Twitter and it was like 42, no wait, 32, like the age 32 in the suburbs is 42, 32 in the city is 22. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Oh, God damn. It's true. It is true. Like, and the, I, I think that's why this eight, this city feels old. Mm-hmm. Like as in everyone like kind of, you know, settles down like very, very young, relatively it's young. Almost like, it's almost like a small town in many ways. Yes. Cause you know, like in a, a lot of small towns and again, I'm generalizing here guys, <laughs> but like a lot of small towns, people get married really yes. young. They like really grow up fast and they don't necessarily, well, not like, necessarily grow up fast, but yeah. they do the, the, you know, marrying and the childrening yeah. fast. Yeah. I don't necessarily see that as just, is growing up. That's true. It's not yes. necessarily growing up because mm-hmm. some people that have kids are really immature. Exactly. But like it, it, it does change their lifestyle in a sense because generally people that totally. have kids are not going to be like going out a lot and sure. doing a lot of like other things, which creates a different dynamic in a town or a city. Whereas yeah. if you have like a, a place like London where there's just a plethora of like single people, people. single people, <laughs> but also just not even people. just, not even just single, like yeah. couples that are living in central areas yeah. that are all go, everyone's going out and doing things. I you know. know. So like, I just, I do, I like, that is one hard thing about coming back to Calgary. It's like right now it's really exciting because it's busy right now in the city. Right now it's this thing called Calgary Stampede. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it last year. I think we did too. Basically every year they do this thing called Calgary Stampede mm-hmm. where basically it's like some, 
It's like a rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> and then for two weeks, the city actually comes alive. But like, I know, but it's also fucking depressing because a bunch of like animals get abused. Yeah, it's not And great. Um, they do that. They still do the rodeo. I don't understand how this is still a thing, but they still do the rodeo. And anyway, they have this like carnival thing that that's like the main attraction. Mm. Essentially, there's yeah. like this big. Well, then they have they have singers that become like famous. Yeah, they have like. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like a show. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I went last year and I think last year I. I can't remember when's the last time I went out before mm-hmm. that, but last year was like my true realization. Not that I didn't realize it before, but last mm-hmm. year I truly was like, literally this, this stampede, like Calgary stampede never changes. Yeah. It's always the same. They do not do anything different. I don't understand how they don't at least switch it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know. It's always the same. They add some like weird food mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. Like this year was like a mac and cheese soft serve or something. Okay, I saw that. I was like, <clears throat> I know. And then I'm like, but then they don't do anything different. All the shows are basically the same. Yeah. Like they have dog shows. They have all these other, you know, little shows. Well, it's so, and it's so expensive. Oh my God. This was the biggest realization for me because I went, I went last year as well when they, cause they opened it back up yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I went, cause I, we went, I, we had like some tickets for one of the beer tents. Yeah. So we were like, and like a pass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got a pass. So we were like, okay, well we'll go. Cause I didn't have to pay. So I was like, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we went and I remember just being on the ground. We went for some drinks and then we went to go get like just random, like just food to go. Oh yeah. So expensive. And I can't remember what I got. Honestly, but it was like ridiculous. Like, yeah, ri- it was like, it's ridiculous. I was shocked. One of my friends got, I think I got, what did I get? I can't remember. My, one of my friends got a corn dog or something. Yeah. And I remember that being like $15. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I wanted to get a lemonade. That's one thing I did want to get. $10. It was like, yeah, it was ri- like yeah. $10 for a fucking thing of lemonade. I was like, what is going I on know. here? Like, I was like, I am not paying this. Like, and I ended up, I, I did get one food, but I don't remember what yeah. I what Smart I thing to do is pack food and just bring it there. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. And I do feel like, I know I'm complaining about la- like last year, but like even the prices of things, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about inflation in a bit, yeah. but like the prices of everything is just going up so much. So much. It's so, so fast. Bad. And, and you know, you always hear about this. Like I, I remember when they were talking about like Venezuela and the crisis that was happening there. Right. Because Venezuela was a country and like, huge inflation like just to conceptually like understand it is really bad the reason governments try to control it and keep it at a like smaller amount like i think the window is like one to maybe three percent and even three percent starts to get a bit high is because it erodes value so fast yeah in a sense that like um things like countries that have super high inflation like venezuela i don't know if it still does but it was like imagine you live somewhere and the one day a loaf of bread is five dollars yeah and then two days later that same loaf of bread is ten dollars yeah like it, it becomes this insane thing and like wages never yeah. go up the same way with inflation so if you're plagued with this huge amount of inflation it's just gonna eat out everyone's disposable income and people are yeah, really people gonna start are struggling spe- spend less and yeah they're gonna start struggling that's the thing well, this is it. People are going to have, have really bad like issues. I actually watched this. I, I did want to bring this one up. Are you comfortable there, Daniel? I know, I'm getting cozy. <laughs> um, just gotta All right. Are we going to get into the news? Yeah. So okay. we'll, we'll, what did not, you watch, Daniel? It's not really news news, guys, but I was like watching TikTok because yeah. Rose has got me addicted. And <laughs> stop I, blaming I, me. At this I, point, I blame you, <laughs> you for it. At this point, you got to stop blaming no, me. No, you're the way you introduced me, Rose. <laughs> it's all your fault. I told you I didn't want to watch it. And you're like, no, watch some. I, I never told you to actually download it, did mm-hmm, I? Did. I don't think I did. Yep. Mm. Well, I'll have to check which episode it was, but I can, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the clip. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was watching this, like this clip and it was a really interesting one. You can probably find it on YouTube and stuff. I can't remember exactly um, what was said, but it was like a British, um, 
like a British news thing or whatever. And they were interviewing this guy. Um, I can't remember his name either. Um, but he was a very much an advocate of companies um, increasing salaries, basically. Mm. Like for, for the bottom, like not just the bottom, but like all the middle kind of employees' wages and stuff and said, look, companies need to start taking action here as well. Sure. Like there should be pressure on them to really uh, inflate those wages. And then the girl that was interviewing him, she was like, well, you know, don't you worry that by doing that, we're going to perpetuate inflation, right? Because you're going to increase those costs for the companies and blah, blah, blah. And he said, um, and she's, and then she commented like the UK, uh, minister of the bank or something had commented that like doing this will cause more inflation. Like he was like, he was like, uh, and then the guy says, I think I saw this too. Yeah. Yeah. The guy says, look, I'm going to stop you right there for two seconds. Um, the minister of the bank of England is on 600,000 pounds a year. Yeah. He doesn't, he's out of touch with what is going on. Yeah. He said the problem isn't necessarily that, Hey, you know what? The companies that are going to increase these people's salaries. The problem is that by doing that, the company is automatically going to increase their prices to make more profit. Yeah. The, the problem is that companies are fucking greedy. Yeah. And he's like, in, instead of them continuing to perpetuate, cause he's like, look at 2021. So many companies had record breaking profits yet. They're still increasing um, yeah. Prices are still doing all They're this using stuff. the inflation thing as the excuse. Exactly. Yeah. And he, he was saying, and he was, and I think he's very justified in this. And I actually really buy into this argument as well. He was saying like, look, if companies, you know, distributed even the, the compensation that they're giving, um, maybe had a little bit less profit that they deliver to shareholders. But of course it's never going to happen Yeah, because all companies want is profit. Actually, companies are going to be no worse off, really, yeah. by increasing those wages. And yeah. they don't have to increase their end cost of yeah. what they're selling. Yeah. But the argument the company's always going to say is, oh, our costs have gone up now. Yeah. So now we're going to have to pass this on to like the consumer. Like Starbucks or something, it, right? Starbucks is yeah. a perfect example, guys. Like <clears throat> That was one that was like, again, record-breaking profits in 2021. And then they announced, hey, you know, it wasn't a huge increase. I think they're like, we're going to increase the cost by like 15 cents per drink. Yeah. Because of, you know, inflation, increased costs, increased this. And they're like, well you broke records last year in your profits. Yeah, that's like, ridiculous. how is this justified, yeah. right? And actually, I did see that some, I think it was the Canadian government or something, maybe it was the UK government, they're going to start actually investigating a few companies because there are some companies where they feel like, and I think a lot of companies have been doing this, where they've been price gouging right. and blaming it on inflation. Right. So it's kind of like anti, not like anti-competitive, like, Technically, in a capitalistic society, companies you can could do, do whatever this. you want. Exactly, yeah. and this is where the problems lie, right? That's the thing. How are you gonna, how are you gonna set these rules that companies mm-hmm. can do whatever you want? But then, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's like laws against whatever price there, gouging. There, there is there is laws against price gouging. Like, but how does that work? Exactly. So that I think there are going to be some investigations and some interesting to figure out like, hey, yeah. what what is going on? Oh but like, God. I know it just, it just, it really like drove the, the image home because you have so many people like the general public. And I, I'm pretty sure like I bought into it as well. I was thinking, well, you know, if companies increase our salaries and everyone else's salaries, the cost of everything is going to go up because sure. you know, their cost, but actually, you know, in some circumstances, maybe, yeah, but not with these gigantic corporations. Exactly. Some, some companies. Yes. Obviously yes. I'm generalizing. Like if we're talking mom and pop shops, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I believe that because yeah. like, like prices, like for example, my cafe, like mm. we do not make that much money. And yeah. like, so we were definitely, we are like Im- impacted by all the rise in, um, Cost. groceries and stuff yeah. like that. 
But like giant corporations, like I don't know, like fucking Nestle, Starbucks, like whatever it is, Uber, Uber, all these corporations Google. that are just sitting in money, yeah, and they and they continue to pay their like you know top people so much money. Yeah, in that case, like no, fuck you, yeah. like no. And that's why, like honestly, I still to this day, <clears throat> I never it never ceases to amaze me how many people still lean on that argument about um, trickle down economics. Uh- and I'm like, it doesn't work because people naturally Who hoard. is still making that argument? So many, I've seen people. People are so fucking stupid. Because I'm like, th- literally, the thing is, we've, and we've seen this, right? Like the wealthy, the really mega wealthy individuals and corporations, they don't distribute, they hoard. Like a wealthy person is going to probably have 25 yeah. houses. Like that's not yeah. trickle down. That's holding on to things. Oh my like, God, I saw this TikTok. It was like, I think it went viral. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be kind of old, but anyways, I saw it and it was like these fucking hell these guys mm-hmm. that were and you all, here's the thing I'll just tell you what it was yeah it was like a bunch of guys that were in like some kind of resort okay like they were just like you know in the sun like having a grand old time yeah. and they were going around basically being like oh like however many they were going around in turns telling the camera how much money they have in, in their bank account no like how many properties they have and how much of that is it's worth and yeah. it was like Someone was like, I have 300 properties and it's worth this much, millions and billions. Yeah. And they're all these like kind of young douchebag looking guys, Yeah. like relatively young. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with our world? Like it's genuinely. And I'm like, you're just, and I'm just like, and and the and the guy that made this TikTok owns like a TikTok that talks about like how to invest in real estate. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm almost like. Do I blame these guys or do we blame the system? This is, I think it's, it's hard to say, right? Like it's, it's, this is where I'm torn a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. Partly you're like, you're a douche. Partly you're a douche. <laughs> but then partly you're just playing the game. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And you're following the rules of the game. Like, it's not like you're not allowed to do that, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like there's nothing really stopping you from doing that. I just think that's where I'm like, and this is where capitalism, unfettered capitalism and uncontrolled, I don't know if it's unfettered, but like yeah. uncontrolled capitalism. Yeah. This is where problems lie, right? Because, you know, you, you get this entrepreneurial thing and everything else, which is great and can, can cause innovation and all kinds of things. But then you do get this, like this sense of, you know, because there's limited rules, it's like you can do a lot of things, which some of them, like it's not illegal to own 300 properties, right? That's not illegal. That's perfectly within your right. And some people might say, hey, you're providing, you know, rental properties for people or whatever it might be, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like the problem isn't that that person owns those 300 properties. The problem is that we are in a society that allows somebody to own those properties, right? And, and, And conceptually, like, by them hoarding those properties, yeah, they might provide rentals to the market because they're probably renting some of them out, I'm guessing. But then also think about that. Think about it in like a market like Calgary. If somebody came into Calgary, like a billionaire, and they bought up 300 properties here, or let's say a thousand yeah. properties and rented them out, great. But that means all of those properties are now off the rental mar- or off the buyer's market. Sure. So someone like myself, exactly. a single person that wants to yeah. buy a place, now the supply is lower Yeah. and the prices are going to go up. Yeah. For property. And we're yeah. seeing that happen, right? So it's <clears throat> like... We've already seen it happen yeah. in Vancouver. This is, is what's happening. In, and, and a lot of the, the fucked up thing is a lot of the property owners aren't necessarily just individual people. They're like other companies. Big corporations. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's where it's so like fucked, fucked up. Like, and well, we don't know how many... If these guys are like CEOs of corporations yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like... But yeah. also... It's also hard because it's like, where do we draw the line, right? Because mm-hmm. we could judge those guys and I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Believe yeah. me, I do. But at the, at the same time, it's like, I don't judge someone for having like maybe one or two exactly. rental properties. Like a couple but of my like, friends have a no, couple Exactly. But it's like, there's no line where it's like, okay, at this point you're getting a little excessive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I would probably say a hundred is a little fucking excessive. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's hard to, 
you know, be like, that's, that's unethical, but this is okay. Cause it's yeah. like, that's why we need some kind line? of like limit from, yeah. you know, the government or something. But I'm sure but, they could do like analysis as well. Like just in, in terms of like what would be not a magic number. Cause there's not a magic number, but like what would be appropriate. It's like reasonable. Yeah. And I think, I think the same needs to be said about, um, compensation of companies as well. Like in, sure, in, in companies, exactly. there needs to be, and I don't know what it is guys, but like, what is the ideal or what is a good ratio of having like, okay, your senior execs can make X amount more sure. than your lowest paid employees yeah. or certain things like this that we can put in place where, whereby people are still, you know, that, that, you know, apparently because they're at the top deserve this money because <laughs> um, they work so hard. Uh, but like, you know, those individuals that are making, I guess, harder decisions and stuff, sure. they do get, they'll still get rewarded and they're going to get more rewarded than a junior person coming in. Yeah. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. But it's but, more controlled. Like it's exactly. more like, okay. And then actually, you know, also justify like, like, again, like maybe some restrictions around what kind of, I don't know, dividends or things that the companies can pay out to, to shareholders if they're not rewarding their employees yeah. as well. Like little things like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what, again, what should the, we run for office? I think we should. <laughs> I think we'd make some good decisions. The thing is, the thing is, I think that politics is a very corrupt and toxic place. Oh, speaking of politics, should we talk about, uh, Oh God damn. Bojo. Bojo, guys. Bojo. Are you sad about Bojo? I'm not. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't heard, mm. the UK Prime Minister has resigned. Has resigned after a lot of controversy. Yeah, well, he had like apparently there's like a lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Um, I don't know. The, I don't know much. I don't know the full story. I know that there was a. I know there was a big scandal last last year. That there was a lot of pressure on him to resign for a long time. Yeah, now. and part of the reason was especially around the UK lockdown measures and stuff. So the UK lockdown measures, like you know, you weren't supposed to like meet and gather yet. It came out later that he was having like parties and stuff. Very smack down in the middle of the lockdown. Exactly for like his birthday and like there was multiple occasions where it was like, and and I'm like, we really shouldn't be surprised. No, we shouldn't (laughs) at all. It's Bojar. Yeah, and I think also (laughs) in terms of like, um, the UK obviously it's hard because the governments right now are in a really tough spot as well in the sense that like inflation's out of control. Oh my god, it's actually crazy. We don't know what's gonna happen. No, they're trying to rein it in and everything else, but I think that was added pressure as well because like trying to figure out what to do with inflation and everything else and like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why he... Oh, yeah. Do we have the article? So we're going to talk... Yeah. So So in eight... So they talked about the party... They talked about the party gate. So that was like... Oh, party gate. Yeah. Oh, okay. The cost of living crisis. So, you know, just like... The war in Ukraine. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Lack of focus and ideas. Yeah. I mean, what did he do for, you know, the UK? We don't really know. Mm -hmm. Who's the prime minister now then? Are they doing an election? They have to do an election. I'm sure of it. And they can't just like... I don't think anyone. Oh, all right. So, so we found more more drama. We found more juice. So obviously, more there was, juice. So there was obviously all that pressure that was you know everything that was going on and everything else, um, but apparently he resigned after it comes. So it comes after more than fifty members of his own government resigned. Oh, this is what Christel was saying in the past forty eight hours in an open revolt against his leadership. Also, oh, nobody lacks him. Nobody no. lacks Bojar. So they, they were sick of his lack of ideas. Um, <laughs> inspirational leadership they were like, like <clears throat> mad about a lot of things so they just kind of basically pose an open revolt i mean it really like honestly just not not to judge someone but mm-hmm. to judge someone by the way they look i know but just look at the way he presents himself and i heard he does it on purpose like the yeah. hair like there's a lot of speculation that he does that hair on purpose to look like a mad scientist or, something. or like yeah to make himself look like more relatable or like some kind of thing like yeah. there's like a reason because like why would you go out with hair like that i know you know like he messes it up on purpose. Yeah. Anyways, he just looks like a bar jar jar jar. Mm. 
See, this one I don't feel so bad it's about. It's like saying bar jar. Bar jar? Well, of course you are. You like doing the Australian, don't you? You might. Um, I wish he was an Australian prime minister. <laughs> that would be even better. Day, I could say bar jar. Oh, you know the Aussies would be calling him bar jar. Bar jar, jar jar. Yeah, they'd say, oh, goddamn, bar jar's done it again. I don't know what that said that There's was. This TikTok. Where this girl was like, in Australia, how do you say Mojo Jojo? Is it Marjar Jar Jar? And then somebody responded being like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys, Australians. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of Australian posts in your in your TikToks, right? Uh, not, I mean, sometimes, mm. you know, it's an English speaking country, you know? That's true. We're part That's of the true. Commonwealth. It's kind of cool. Like the TikTok algorithm is kind of interesting. Oh my God, it knows us so well. It does, but it also kind of knows where you are. Cause like, oh, 100%. yeah, when I was in, oh, the, when in the, in the UK, it, they know. Oh yeah. Cause like I was, I wasn't even in there for like two days and yeah, I happened to be on totally. TikTok, got all this UK content and I was like, what is you know, going on? our phones on? are very smart. Right? I know. They, are, I know. they know exactly where we are. I feel like even the people at TikTok don't understand the TikTok algorithm. Seriously, when I, as soon as I got to London, it was like immediate London content, immediate UK. Yeah. Like I heard the UK accent so much. I was yeah. like, holy shit. And then you're, and then when I got back here, right away, stampede content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Out there, the Calvary stampede. Yeah, save a horse ride for cowboys. Oh, um... <laughs> Anyway, so that's yeah. the UK drama. So Boris Johnson resigned. I don't, again, I don't feel like necessarily bad for him. I think he was a bit of a dick. And you know oh what, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't. Nobody's sad. No, I felt. You know who I did feel bad for because I felt like she kind of got thrown into like a hard job. Theresa May, because she like kind of stepped in um, after David Cameron basically. Because David Cameron was like, if this goes through, like like the Brexit. Yeah, because he didn't think it was gonna get go through, and he's like, if this goes through, like I'm not going through, like I'm not gonna be prime minister for this. Right, he's so, gonna. Ret- oh my god, how many people have stepped down? Yeah, in the last like decade. A lot in the last. Like, well, it was the, David Cameron. Yeah, is is that his name? Yeah, David I'm pretty Cameron? sure. I'm pretty sure. Sure, and then it was Theresa May. May, and now Boris Johnson. And that's has the, anyone actually stuck in it, the last? That's in this space. So because <laughs> David Cameron was there when we were in the UK, so that yeah, wasn't so, that like, long. Literally, the last three have all resigned. Yes. Guys, the UK, goddamn, what be going on? I know. I think it's like the. I think part of this whole thing was the Brexit stuff. Like, yes, honestly, I think Brexit honestly ruined everything. Guys, really what are you gonna do? Well, and and it is starting to. You cause, made your bed. I know it is starting to cause like ongoing problems because like I talked to um so a couple of my friends work in the service industry in the UK right and they were saying like it's really it's it is becoming more difficult to get staff because right not because now that now that it's not like free as free movement of people and stuff like Europeans just aren't as many aren't going to the UK to take up all these jobs and stuff totally it makes sense yeah because so, like it's harder to get there exactly even in the hospitals I think the nurses and stuff they're feeling yeah. it as well like because there's a lot of international nurses that go there so there's many. a lot of yeah and they're now pretty it's much kind of all like, international yeah like my friend's a nurse and literally on her ward I feel like I, I feel like 40 no not 40 I feel like 90% of the people on her ward were not from the UK yeah like because we I, I would go to some of their events yeah. and stuff and they'd be like two British people yeah the rest would be like Spanish, Italian, Greek, all of these, everywhere else but the UK. Because, like, I imagine that the people that lived in the UK before maybe got grandfathered in, is my Mm. my assumption. No, they did. But then now, if they're looking for new new talent, it's hard. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like... Well, and also the the pound, like, the strength of the pound went down as well. Like, a lot of stuff is, like, not great. Groceries have gone up quite a lot. But inflation, that's happening everywhere. Yeah, it's literally happening everywhere. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, God. It's it's madness. It's actual madness. What's the next story? Oh, my God. Okay, guys, so this is another... Oh, God. Juice. Well, I don't know much about this, even though I'm Korean, but I have things to say. So the the Japanese, I think it's a former prime minister. His name is Shinzo Abe. 
I'm sure a lot of you who follow the news, you've heard about this. Yeah. Former Japanese prime minister was assassinated in Japan with a handmade gun. What? It's like a homemade gun. Because guns are like banned in Japan. Like mm -hmm. they are, they have like, let me see gun violence. They in have Japan. stricter if, laws there than like the, yeah. the US. <laughs> You know the US ain't nobody gotta make a, a handmade handgun. Yeah. They just buy it from the grocery store. Let me just tell you what the gun situation is in Japan because it's actually like it's basically non-existent. Okay? Yeah. Gun um stuff. Probably why people were so shocked. They're like, oh god exactly. damn, how did this even happen? <laughs> here's here's an article. It says, here's how Japan's low gun death rate compares to the US and other countries. <laughs> okay. I mean, we shouldn't laugh at any of this. This is all no. very bad. But it's just crazy how different it is and how much, like, people don't understand how much of a difference it makes. Mm -hmm. J Japan's strict firearms regulations have kept the number of gun-related deaths incredibly low. Nine firearm deaths in 2018 compared to 20, uh, 39,740 in the U.S. I mean, like, I... Like, nine compared to 39,000... 740. I know that there's more people in the U.S., but even if you, you know, compare that or like make it, what do you call it? Even, Extrapolate even, it? Yeah, or based on, Well, you yeah. know what though, Rose? Um, I'm pretty sure the population of Japan, and don't quote me on this. It's I, still pretty high. I think it's like maybe a third of the U.S. Hold on. I think it's like 80 to 100 million people. Oh, look at you being a... 124 million. Yeah, so, you. and the U.S. is like 330. Yeah. So, so really, really yeah. it's like a third. Seven. Was it seven deaths? Something like this. Yeah. So anyways, um, anyway, this, uh, what, Abe, okay, whatever <laughs> it, it, Abe, it, 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 this person Abe, yeah. Shinzo Abe yeah. was uh, assassinated. Now, a lot of people, so the reason, okay, the reason why this is like big news yeah. is apparently, um, my mom was telling me about this. So if you know a little bit about the history of Japan or history of like East Asia in general, mm -hmm. like, you know, you should know anyway, that Japan did a lot of, um, fucking shady ass shit back in the day. Okay. So yeah. they invaded Korea back in the day, killed so many people. We don't even know. And they have a lot of like blood in China as well. They did a basically try to like invade everybody they mm. kind of try to be like you know you know what what england succeeded in doing which yeah. is colonizing I mean, um yeah, yeah. anyways but they lost world war ii and then it just kind of ended and also one of the biggest problems with japan and the government and his government as well is that look you can say that you know our past has been you know a bit shady mm -hmm. but you can learn from that and move on and be like okay yeah. that happened Shit happens, you know, you can't control where your ancestors did. So exactly. look at Germany, for example, they, you know, most for the most part owned up to a lot of what happened in the Holocaust. Yeah. And they fully acknowledge the Holocaust, they teach it in schools, they fully like, you know, admitted that it was wrong and it shouldn't happen again. Yeah. Japan, on the other hand, is doing the opposite thing. They're they just pretend, denying everything. They deny everything, they pretend it's never happened, mm -hmm. and he is part of that. So there uh -huh. are a lot of people that are kind of like happy that he maybe not happy, but you know, they they don't they don't feel sad about it. It's like when Hitler dies. No, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like you know. Anyways, so I don't again. I don't know really anything about this man, but apparently he's he's a bad man according to my according to my mama. Okay. So I believe my mama. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I just can't believe someone made a handmade gun. Yeah. Apparently like, it was taped together. Anyway. <laughs> like what? Can, what are people this guy, doing? This guy. He used to work in the military or oh, something. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I can find. Um, I can't even put like blinds up and people are making out there making handmade guns. <laughs> I know, but like, uh... I know. Um, yeah. Oh my god, look at this photo. Like, 
<laughs> it's literally duct taped together, you guys. You need to look it up. Like, Google look it. it up. Um, yeah, it was a homemade gun. It was a 40 centimeter long, 16 inch weapon, and it was <laughs> roughly constructed. It was wrapped in tape, and um, we don't know all the details, I guess, but uh, yeah, so that happened in Japan. So yeah, when I heard that it was a gun death, yeah. I was shocked because I knew that Japan has like very, very little guns and very yeah. little gun deaths. I was like, holy shit. Anyway, so that happened. Again, on a side note, guys, though, <laughs> continually, continually reinforces the message that we're talking about. You know, because I didn't, I, I didn't know Japan had these strict gun laws and everything else. And guess what? A, comp a company, a country, <laughs> a third of the size of the U.S. has like one i don't know but what is like like, like <laughs> we one can't even do the math no because it's such a small like Hold on. what is like seven i think it was seven or nine out to, of like thirty nine thousand. yeah yeah so i don't even know what that percentage would be guys because yeah. i can't do that math in my head but like it's just it just makes sense and can we talk about the fact i think i talked about this in the previous one yeah but it's like it's so uh, again ironic that the same people that are saying they're pro-life like that same mm -hmm. political group is also pro gun. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, it's just. It makes and also anti um, universal health care. Yeah. So how does that make any sense? I know. Explain to me how that makes sense. I don't get um, how people can be against universal health care. I, I a lot of this stuff just blows just my mind. People are. I'm sorry to say, but people are fucking selfish. Yeah. And they think. I've heard a few arguments. Number one, it slows, like, basically, oh, like, people always say this about Canadian healthcare, people yeah. that are, like, against, like, universal healthcare, yeah. they always say, oh, Canadian wait times are too long, wait times are too long, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, listen, first of all... Well, we have private healthcare here, too, so... Do we have private healthcare? Yes. Uh, do we? I'm sure that we have some form of private healthcare. Like, I think that well, if you pay... I don't think we have go... private healthcare. No, I don't think so. We should Google this, but yeah. we have certain things that are privatized, but yeah. not like, how do I say it? But it, for the same, it's either the treatment is, is private or public, not like you can either choose private or public, if that makes sense. Both publicly funded and private for purchase, health and personal care services are available. So there is certain, certain things are, like that's what I mean though, I think, I, I could be totally wrong, yeah. but I think what it means is like, for example, if you have like cancer, that you go through the public system. But if you need like prescriptions, you have to pay. Like that's kind of the kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Ambulances, you have to pay. Versus if you go to an emergency room, you don't have to pay. There exists, there can exist a model of both. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be. It's it's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just right? saying. Yeah. Like, there can know. be. Yeah. Um, but the problem is when that happens sometimes, um, then the public healthcare system always kind of, are you okay? Um, if that happens, then I think if you have both options, mm -hmm. then all the good doctors will go to the private. private. Yeah. I mean, I think you could have a system. There are certain countries, I think maybe like... UK does. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, apparently you think everyone has private health No, no, they 100% okay. do. <laughs> I, I know for a fact because one of my friends that worked at the NHS now works in a private. Yeah. Oh, she's a nurse. See, look, Canada is one of the few... I was right. Guys! Let this go on the record. Canada is one of the few countries in the world that does not have a blend of public and private healthcare systems. 75% of healthcare services are delivered privately. So as in 
certain things are funded, that, yeah. but then like, for example, prescriptions are very expensive because I think a lot of it's not covered. Well, if you don't have insurance, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So because it's private. Yeah, or yeah. you can get government assistance as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, universal healthcare, I have no idea. Yeah, so yeah. the biggest, are you, stop scratching it. I know, ouch. <laughs> That's payback for all the times you did this when I had bed bugs. I did not Anyways. do that. Oh, you 100% did. Um, <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> um, what was I say? Oh yeah, so yeah. In, so the biggest complaint that people say about Canadian healthcare is like, mm. yeah, the wait it's times slow, are too long. And I understand, like, I'm not saying Canadian healthcare is perfect. Like, yeah. there's a lot of improvements to be made, but um, for most of the time, if you have like an emergency situation, like mm. if you are dying, they will rush you to the front, right? Mm. Like. They're not gonna be like, no, you don't have money, like please wait here. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. please call your healthcare insurance. Provider, yeah. Or that we don't cover your insurance. So you need to go to a different hospital. Well, which I, happens a lot in the US. You know, I bet you those same people that are complaining about the wait times and stuff though are complaining about paying taxes. Oh, oh, of course they you are. You know what I mean? Of like I, I, I like it's like you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like, you know, and I, I you know, maybe maybe there would be improvements to the healthcare system. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there would be, but like if you know everyone's paying their fair share of tax yeah. like or all if, this... if the taxes were used properly exactly yeah, yeah. oh and the, exactly that's yeah. another thing too is like are the funds actually being used adequately mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of question there i mean or if religious organizations pay tax oh no but that's that would be a conflict of um interest is it is that the term no. um it would be a, a conflict for the concept of like separation between church and state so never mm -hmm. mind i think that's why they don't pay taxes yeah because if religious organizations pay taxes then it becomes a, do you know what I'm saying? Kind As of. As in like, because the, the religion is supposed to stay out of government. Yeah. But then if they pay tax, then maybe it can, I don't know. But Why do they not pay tax? Because that, that doesn't mean that they're, just because they're paying tax, like I pay tax, I'm not involved in the government. Really. <laughs> this is true. I don't really You're have just a, contributing. Exactly, contributing. I don't really have a- Corporations pay tax. Exactly, I don't have a say. I don't really have a say necessarily. I feel like we don't know anything. I know today, like, my, I'm like half asleep guys, so. That's my excuse, and I want a beer. I thought you didn't either want to drink. Oh, you know I don't want to drink. I'm gonna just not. You're so back and forth. I know. I'm very, up your mind. I'm very into. Try shift. Yeah. Um. Why do really? I'm gonna Google this because I'm very not pay tax. Because that's another controversial thing, right? Yeah. So many of these mega churches, they bring in mm -hmm. so much money. And they don't pay fucking tax. It's like that guy, you remember, you know that really famous guy? I don't know if we can consider him, but well, he is part of like a religious- and, The crazy guy that The one like with the crazy eyes. Oh my God, yes. He, no, he's like a mega pastor. Like, and he's like, he's a multi-multi-millionaire. Multi oh, there's a million of those in America. Okay, yeah. like televangelist. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God, God, actually, no. You know what? One thing I would want to, I want to touch on. Did you find, what did you find an article? Why? Uh, it says, right here. Separated uh, from the let's government. See. I don't know why, okay. Um, usually it's pretty obvious whether an organization qualifies as a church. Okay, no, we just... <laughs> well, that's... Um, why doesn't it tell you... Oh, there we go. Why don't churches pay taxes? Because under American tax law, charities typically do not pay taxes and charitable activity includes the advancement of religion. So it's because it's considered a charity? Yeah, I guess so. That'd be some bullshit, okay? <laughs> That'd be some bullshit! That ain't no charity I'm donating to. Uh -huh. Um, no, one thing I was going to talk about, though, guys, speaking of churches and religion and oh, everything else. So Rose sent me a video. and What did I send you? It made me chuckle because I actually, I did watch this, like, this thing on um, Netflix. And I, I don't think we're going to have time to go into full detail about it. Maybe we'll have to talk about some of it in the next episode. But it was, um, it was called Pray the Gay Away or something. Oh, yeah! 
And there was a guy. Is that the one that you watched? I did watch it. Yeah. That's the one you told me. To yeah, watch, yeah, I went right? to you to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We I've, talked about this briefly here, and yeah. then I ended up watching it. Oh my god! So Rose sent me a clip of this one guy. So this one guy, he used to be like a drag queen and like was like a prostitute. Was he like transgender? Yeah, he go oh, he, he, yeah. he was trying to be transgender, and then all of a sudden he said he found the light. He was like, and he was like promoting like because he was saying that he's like no longer gay. Yeah, and he's like convincing like youths, <laughs> and they had this huge LGBTQ following yeah. that were claiming to no longer be part of the LGBTQ community. Yes because they found religion and they're healed and everything else. I can't believe it's still going on. I like know, that. but it's like they do marches, they do all kinds of stuff. It's actually sad. And it's so sad that I'm like, I'm like, honestly, like, cause again, like I'm very much a firm believer in like, you know, you don't choose your sexual preferences. Like this is something that like you're born with. It exists. It's not, a, the thing that's crazy to me is like, it doesn't even just exist in humans. Do you know what I mean? It, like it exists everywhere. It exists in all species. Like all homosexuals are we, everywhere. We are, oh god damn! We've been taking, <laughs> up, taking over the world. You're taking like, over, like literally though. <laughs> yeah, like every like not every single, but like of so many species, there's been record over year hundreds of years of them exhibiting homosexual behavior. Sure. Not like a vast majority. It's usually a small percentage. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. It still exists. It exists in totally. nature. It exists in people. It's not something that's like an abomination of the Lord from above, you know? <laughs> and like, it just like, it, it really made me sad because I was thinking about these poor youths that are so confused and like easily manipulated and mm, easily like buy into this kind of um, cult almost mentality. Yeah. And even the guy that was like leading it, like he was like, I was just like, how, like how can you do this to other people as well? Sure. When you're, you know, and, and not be true to your own self. Like you're denying yourself happiness. Yeah. Because you're saying, oh, I found the Lord and I'm now this great person. Like, I'm not saying, like, maybe he could have found the Lord and, and, cause he was out of control apparently. Like, he was like sleeping with men for money. And, right. Like, well, not that that's out of control, but like just being like, you know, <clears throat> drinking heavily and just not living a very sure. good life. That's usually when they find Christ. Exactly. But like, why could he have not found Christ and then maybe use that to, be a catalyst to like improve the quality of his life because if you look at what they teach in the church yeah they teach you that it's wrong so yeah. you can't really blame you almost can't blame the guy and you can't blame these people but at yeah. the same time it's almost like it's like you know the abused abuse you know yeah. what i mean so it's almost like he's been in top indoctrinated mm. and then now he you know after again he's in this vulnerable situation yeah he's like you know not in a good place in his life and then maybe somebody like was you know lured them in. like they're very good at luring you in That's so true. when you're in like the most vulnerable situation and of course they're gonna like cling on to you it's like missionaries that go to these like poor countries that like don't have food and they're like here's some food now learn about Jesus there's a group in Calgary that does this of course there are it's actually fucked yeah you know and like and they they do it under this guise of like oh like we're so good we're we're missionaries you mm -hmm. know we're just on a mission spreading the word of God yeah and I'm just like no you're just like indoctrinating people when they are vulnerable mm -hmm. anyway so yeah so so that guy what were you gonna say about the clip I sent you oh I, I can't remember exactly what I was gonna say about it it's because like... I, I was watching this clip and I know it's a serious topic okay. Mm -hmm. But like, so I almost like hated the guy, but I also felt bad for him. No, you do. It was like that kind it's of situation. It's a weird situation. Because he was like going around and telling people this stuff, right? Yeah. So he's doing a lot of damage, whether he knows it or not, even though mm -hmm. he is still probably a victim in this situation. But he's going around telling people that he's like not gay anymore, right? And then he like, they held this like big event at someone's house. I don't know mm -hmm. where it was. Yeah. Where they invited all these like former or, you know, <laughs> wannabe former LGBTQ, you know, community. community. 
and these people walk in and it's like not to stereotype oh but to stereotype <laughs> but to stereotype like the guy himself he's like oh hey <laughs> i'm just so proud that we did this for jesus <laughs> you know that the, all, all and they're like oh my god that was so good yeah I, I honestly and all like all jokes aside though like I saw this other I think actually was it in Pray the Gateway as well when there when there was this big movement where some people like there was a really famous like couple that was used to be like a lesbian and a gay guy and they got married and they were doing all these talk shows and they were promoting yeah that was in it was I think it was called Pray Away yeah like, Pray Away oh yeah Pray Away if you yeah. guys want to watch it and it was just like there was a bunch of people that got swept up in this as well and people like one of the ladies she was like she's obviously former now and now she's very much against like that yeah. one message well that was and she was like though. crying and was like yeah. so upset because she was like i've perpetuated this to other people like i just feel so terrible that yeah, 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 yeah. i was the one even though i was lying to myself i was lying to other people and you know ultimately like hurting myself and like totally. becoming actually making myself in this really dark place because like imagine like you are like like even for people that are straight like like you're born straight and whatever else like imagine someone's like making you you know the religion and everything you believe and you believe that's so wrong and sinful that you try to like deny that yeah but it's always there like you're not it's not gone you know yeah, what I it's mean? not gone just because you pray yeah yeah well it was so. funny because so yeah basically what was interesting about the documentary was that the people that like were mainly interviewed in this mm -hmm. were people oh, they interviewed like both sides first of all so that yeah. guy that was like you know you know ex-gay yeah. you know um hopefully he you know finds himself soon yeah anyway like imagine it was is, a I know. It's a mindfuck. Exactly. It's a mindfuck. They keep trying to convince themselves, right? Yeah. And then, anyway, so there's him, but then there's also the other side that that um, used to run these conversion camps, because it's mm. about conversion therapy. Yeah. And and almost all the people that they interviewed are people that were, like, big leaders in this conversion movement, yeah. if, not the, like, if not the founders. Yeah. And they were all now, like, anti-ex-gay, or ex-ex-gay. Yeah. As in, they just went back to, I mean, not that they ever were ex-gay. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because they interviewed all these people mm -hmm. that were like, now they've turned around and they're like, oh my God, like I have so many regrets. Yeah, I feel terrible. And one of the guys, he got caught because he was a big, I think he was the one that was married to the woman. Yeah. And he was going around like, uh, you know, doing all these speeches and he was mm -hmm. part of the organization and all this stuff. And then he was like, one day I got drunk and I went into a gay bar. And then somebody recognized me mm -hmm. and took a picture as I was leaving. And that's how he got outed. Yeah. But now he's like living this fabulous life with his hot ass husband. I know he's married and stuff. I and know. I was like, okay. And he looks like, you know, he looks very comfortable in his own skin. I was like, yeah. good for you. Thank yeah. God. But oh my God, how mm -hmm. embarrassing. Yeah. And it's sad. Like it, it is really sad. Like, and the same with that, that young guy that's like now the new kind of like age that's like, yeah. I've turned my life around. And it's great. You turn your life around, but it's like, it's just really sad because, you know, again, like if you really like it's not saying that you really love something but like if something's like inherent to your nature like and denying yourself that it's like it's just gonna cause you mental problems yeah. like mental and, health I mean, and, and stuff and it's not actually bad that's I know. the thing it's like if it was actually harmful yeah that's the thing this is just the made up bullshit i know that's what's that's what's, that's what's killing me i know that's the most annoying thing it's just like it's just that that narrative that it's bad yeah. you know what i mean like being in love with somebody whoever man or woman yeah. Like that is never a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, how is that bad? Exactly. Like, obviously, if it's like an abusive relationship. That's of other course, stuff. as long as but, like, it's consensual. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, kind of like, what is bad about? Like, I just, I don't get it. Because I'm in the LGBTQ. Community. But hi, we're ex guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hi. I do. I honestly, like. I'm sorry. I was like watching this. I think I took the video and mm -hmm. I sent you a message being like, "Who buys that these guys are not gay anymore?" <laughs> 
Like literally no one believes that. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're the only ones believing it themselves. Like seriously, I'm so sorry. But how sad, like he probably like meets guys that he likes. Totally, and it's he's so just, sad. And he's like, nope, don't like them. They're, get that out of your mind. It's because they tell you you're going to burn in hell. I mean, yeah. of course, that's, that's you know, that's got to be confusing. Well, yeah, like if somebody told me, like legit, was like, hey, if you ever are with a guy again, yeah. you, you literally will die. Like someone, you, will, you will burn in hell for all of eternity. Yeah, and that was, like, <laughs> a, that was a guaranteed like, thing. Okay, I'll try vagina once. I'll be like, uh, okay, well, I'll just avoid, I'll, I'll become asexual. <laughs> no, know? but you have to reproduce. You know, that's the only thing that we're on this earth for. God. We've got to reproduce, Daniel. Oh, I don't believe in reproduction. Sex is only for reproduction. I mean, there's 8 billion people of us on the planet. I'm oh, sure no, that so we don't stupid. need to keep reproducing. I, literally, we need to stop. Exactly. We actually, if anything, guys, like, we actually need, our population needs to shrink. <laughs> so slow the fuck down. Exactly. We don't need epic reproduction. I know. But the problem is now, it's like, it's not even just... So certain countries, Japan, for example, mm -hmm. are having a, like an underpopulation crisis where yeah. nobody is reproducing. Yeah. But then other countries are just like, they're just popping out way too many babies yeah. and there's no balance. Exactly. And that causes a lot of issues because yeah. each country is governed differently, right? Yeah. So because we're not just one giant world, I mean, we are, but we're mm -hmm. not like all intertwined as much as, you know, maybe we should be, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. We have all these borders. So the countries that are, you know, not, that don't have a workforce, and they're they have an aging population like mm. i don't know what's gonna happen yeah but i mean this is the like, interesting thing like i mean uh, again not saying that certain countries shouldn't exist or anything sure, like sure, that sure. but what i'm meaning is like again the world needs to have a reduction right like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. they keep saying like it's our population growing yeah. we're like literally a cancer you should just planet. move more people around you know yeah. just put some more people in japan yeah <laughs> but like <laughs> Again, overall, it, it doesn't. We are we are literally cats on the planet. We are like it's, we are literally. It, that's it's, what it is. It's it's not like it's not sustainable the way that we're, our population is growing. They were saying like I can't remember what the stats are, but they're saying like by like, twenty fifty, there's going to be like twelve billion people or something oh, crazy. No, it's, it's insane. And it's like the world actually like we only have a finite number of resources on this planet. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of resources, but we are like squirreling through it, and it's like once you get to a certain population, like we literally, and we're already not already kind of there but like in a sense like we are headed for like a oh god we're gonna do this again no we're not gonna do this I'm and not on, that positive on, note. That, on that positive <laughs> note guys thank you so much for tuning into this crazy episode oh that was my a bit gosh. all over the place i know we we kind of just like rambled but we i did, mean what, yeah. like, when did we not exactly last um, episode i talked for an hour and a half by myself oh, so god damn well that doesn't surprise me <gasps> um but anyway, I was, guys. I was going through all kinds of shit, Daniel. I believe it. I believe I, I, I can't wait for you to not listen to it. I know I'm going to listen to it because I want to see what you said about me. Um, that's, only, that's the only reason why. He's like, I'm going to just fast forward all this other stuff. You know, I'm just going to wait until I hear my name. I'm going to listen to it on 2.0 speed. Of course you are. Yeah. That's okay. I sound great on 2.0. I know you do. You sound the same. Just because <gasps> you talk so bloody fast. Do you think I talk fast? Oh, uh, yeah. Lori, um, I don't think so. Comment down below, Lori. Do you think I talk fast? Comment down below. Well, I'm a pretty fast talker too. So I think together I, I think we're very. talk a lot. No. We're, <laughs> anyway, guys, on that positive note, um, if you're not already, um, just make sure if, like, whatever podcast platform you're following us or watching, listening to us on, hit that follow button. You'll get updated as soon as we have a new episode on the platform, which is every week. Um, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash the savage podcast. You get access to exclusive content, 
all the episodes are on there are ad free and you get the episodes a week earlier than the public, which is awesome. And you can interact with us. Like if you want us to, you know, record a certain episode for, you know, the Patreon uh, exclusive or anything like that, you can just send us a message on the platform directly. Also check us out on YouTube. On YouTube. YouTube. Make sure you like this video if you're watching a video. Mm -hmm. Give it a thumbs up. Com Show us some really love in the comment section. I'm Australian accent to dark. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> people are like, please don't. I know. There's me at some comments about the Australian like just stop oh my god um, why I love it uh and what else oh yeah check us out on Instagram guys at the savage podcast yeah and I think that's pretty much it oh and we're also on TikTok now oh my god damn we oh my god one of the TikToks hit over uh, half a million views what I know are you kidding me it's the one where I was like comparing um we're talking about abortion yeah and I was saying uh what was what was the thing hmm. oh how I mean, it was a good clip because, mm. you know, it, it made sense. You know, yeah. it was about how uh, if you're dead, you have to uh, consent to having your organs donated before you die. Right. Otherwise, they can't, like, unless you have consent or your family gives consent. Right, Basically, right. you have to give consent. Yeah. Right? Um, or, no, or you can also revoke your consent. I think some countries, unless you state otherwise, yeah. they will donate your organs. Yeah. But you still have the option of saying, I don't want my organs yeah. donated. And then I said, how how does a dead person have more, more rights. rights than a pregnant woman? Yeah. And then, of course, TikTok, because the TikTok is very, you know, talks about these issues a lot. So I yeah. think that's why. Interesting. So yeah, follow us on TikTok. It's The Savage Podcast. Yeah. One step from becoming viral, Rose. Oh, God damn. We're almost there, guys. Talking about depressing shit. For all those people that have been showing us the love in the comments. Can been like, No, because we got some really nice comments where people are like, you guys need to blow up. Your podcast oh. is amazing. So, you know. Oh, it's okay. TikTok views don't really mean anything. I know. That's fine. It's okay. It's all good. It's okay. The message was important. Exactly. So that's true. Go. That's important too. So that's what matters. Exactly. Anyway, guys, we're going to go have a bit. Maybe. Or maybe go for a walk. We're going to definitely go for a walk. Something healthy. Yeah. And then finish off with a bit. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.